0: Abruptly, she stood and paced through the main cabin to burn off a fraction of her mounting nerves. She needed razor-sharp reflexes for what came next, not the jitters. So where are we running off to once you lose this Kyrill guy? Alex pointed out the viewport in the direction of the pulsar. Kennedy canted her head to the side. Sure, why not? It took six and a half minutes, but Bob reported in. I'm on my way to you. She returned to the chair in a flash. I see you, coming under the planet's profile so he won't pick you up. Yep, you truly hate this guy, don't you? Don't you? He's a gilded spoon prick, no doubt. He's a thief, he lets others do the work, then finds underhanded ways to steal what he can from them, and he is brutal and unrepentant about it. Fair assessment, I guess I don't take it as personally as you do one of a thousand reasons why she was better at this than him, and would soon be the best. Alex accelerated away from the gas giant and toward its satellite, and this time she smirked when Kyrill followed behind at some distance. Did he honestly think she didn't know he lurked out there? The atmosphere turned out to be even thinner than she'd expected. She glanced at Kennedy. Will the pulse detonation engine operate in this weak of an atmosphere? I mean, it should, right? Kennedy scrutinized the HUD screen displaying the gas percentages and cringed, "Uh, probably? Good enough, she pointed the nose of the ship down and dove. When the atmosphere began to fight her, she reached over and activated the transition from impulse power to the pulse detonation engine. They held their breath. The ship jerked as the engine struggled for a minute, then began humming quietly. The meager cloud cover dissipated to reveal a mountainous terrain. Perfect. She leveled off a kilometer above the surface. You'll want to strap into the jump seat. Kennedy's eyes widened. Should I get a drink, too? After. Her face contorted into a grimace as she retreated to the main cabin. Alex guided the Sion toward the mountains, seeking out a path through the crests and valleys. Kyril's ship was faster than hers in space. She had to assume it was faster in Atmo as well, but she could fly circles around him in her sleep. Using nothing but her left pinky, it wasn't arrogance, it was fact. Perhaps a smidge of arrogance. She cracked her neck and dipped until she cruised 30 meters from the sloping incline and tilted the belly of the ship toward it. No trees softened the scenery, and boulders rushed past in a blur. Ahead, a ridge split into a deep fissure, more gorge than valley. She plunged into it, staying close to the ground. Kyril emerged from the bluffs behind her. He'd drawn far too close, which represented a problem. He must think she was zeroing in on a find. The scourge was doing nothing for her. She spotted a narrow cleft to the right. Too narrow? Nah. She increased her speed, flipped the ship sideways, and slipped into the gap. Alex, the hail! She gritted her teeth and tried to concentrate on flying. The gap hadn't widened yet. I did tell you to strap in. Reluctantly, she spared a brief motion to activate the comm channel. Bob, get down here and head to 32.2 degrees north, 114.1 degrees west. The coordinates lay 100 kilometers northwest of her current location. It should work. I'm not finished yet. Bob. Right, heading there now. Finally, the train opened up, though the mountains grew far steeper, jagged spikes jutting up from a dead landscape. She swerved to the left to dart between two peaks, then dropped down as low as she dared. Chiral's blip followed, motherfucker. But it stayed more distant now, he was flying safely, coward. Emboldened, she sped onward, dipping and weaving through the range. When another fisher came into view, she pivoted hard and raced through it, a mite too snugly for comfort. She was glad Kennedy wasn't up here to see how near to the cliff walls they flew. On the scanner, Chiral slowed almost to a stop, handing her the brake she needed. She found a basin on the topography map six kilometers to the northeast. Bob, shift to 33.8 degrees north, 113.9 degrees west, and get ready. Yes, ma'am. One corkscrew turn, and she decelerated hard and plummeted toward the ground. When ten meters remained, she killed the engine. Now, Bob, 17.8 degrees north heading. Then get back to space ASAP. The ship shuddered roughly as it slammed to the ground. A couple of yellow warnings flashed across the HUD, but nothing critical. You are one crazy woman, Solivy. Thank you, I'm flattered. Kennedy's voice sounded shaky behind her. Um, did we crash? Not technically. It's not crashing if it's on purpose.